0: On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, we covered a lot of the speculation around Binance potentially being insolvent, a lot of strong opinions, as well as addressing the tweets that Binance was firing off during the show to combat the FUD that they are seeing. We also covered some other key things going around the ecosystem. Valhalla seeing a massive sale over the weekend, all of the bidding on Blur in anticipation of the airdrop, some speculation on how this airdrop meta could play into the Solana ecosystem, and in addition to that, the airdrop that occurred last night by Klanosaurs as well. A ton of the market talk, a ton of dialogue as always. If you want to dive into the shows live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern time and Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out to title sponsor, HelloMoon.io, giving us all the free analytics tools, data, aggregation, metrics to help us get an edge on the market, completely free to use. But let's get into the episode. Good morning. Good morning, Web3. We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, breaking down what's been happening in the NFT and crypto ecosystem across all blockchains, discussing what's moving, what we're buying, what we're selling, what's got us excited, what doesn't, and everything in between. As always, we love new speakers. So if you're new here, please request to speak. We love hot takes, new opinions on anything that we're covering and all that other fun stuff, you know? So we got a lot to dive into. Seemed like the weekend was filled with derivatives, the conversation around derivatives, some more conversation on Valhalla catching a pump back up to 0.87. A lot of, lot of interesting things going on. We saw our favorite squirrels over at Liberty Square pump from a 9 soul to 14 soul floor. Hollowed up about 2x as well. One-day volume, however, is a little bit down. We're sitting at 136,000 Solana volume. Not the prettiest metrics at the moment, so I'm hoping we get some more legs as the week warms up. But let's get into the metrics. Shout out to the title sponsor of all my content, hellomoon.io. Totally free analytics suite around the Solana ecosystem. Posted a thread yesterday actually breaking down what the market's kind of looking like. We saw some nice breakouts on a few of the charts as well. Seems like we're up at the moment on marketplace volume, sales, total sales that is. Daily NFT mints are down. Daily mean price of Solana NFTs is up, which is a good sign showing that floor prices are rising. And daily transacting owners which is also known as Daily Active Users, is up as well, which means that we do have a little bit of traction moving up. Some good things going on. I'm excited about it. On top of that as well, we have Kets on Krex New Art, Binance potentially illiquid. Got to talk about that. Elixir AMM, the popular Solana AMM, considering going to Ethereum. Some speculation on that. And Magic Eden dropping a new trending announcements functionality directly on their marketplace. So a ton of things going down the last three days. Excited to dive into it all. But before we do, let's cover some metrics of what's been going on in the market. We got Liberty Square, the Hollowed up 17.65%. The 4.4. The floor price of the Sinister Squirrel Syndicate, up 36%. To 13.9, cats on Karek off of that art preview up to 27. Solana Monkey Business now finding their new stable coin range in the 240 to 250 range, sitting pretty at 242. Dgen Fat Cats at 33.69. Critters Colt down to 8.54. And the one of one art project Hotheads seeing some insane volume with a floor price of 750 sold. So we got all kinds of things moving and shaking here. Seems like existing projects are continuing to see legs in volume. Ton of good signs for the overall ecosystem. On the Ethereum side of things, Valhalla catching 1,264 Ethereum volume over the last 24 hours, up to a 0.87 floor price. Then a few projects I've never even heard of. Back to Real at a 0.05 ETH floor. Beanstalker at a 0.02 ETH floor. GEMESIS by Jonathan Schultz at a 0.07 and shout out Pablo Stanley's Humankind lunchboxes, getting forty-seven ETH volume up to a .184 on ETH. The Board Ape's are sitting at seventy point four seven. Mutant Ape's touch fifteen again, and other side land at one point two seven. We did also see a large sale on the thirteen thirty-seven skulls, pushing their floor price back up to .14, And in anticipation of the new Meme Land collection that's dropping in january the potatoes are up to a 2.08 ETH floor price ton of good volume on both chains at the moment tons of liquidity flowing around we'll see how the week shakes out but let's get into the action bunny frisk
1: how we doing doing good man i think uh besides like the heavy volume for scene, there was a 26.63 ETH sale which is like 33 bands bro like was uh, i'd like to one? see when the rares are going too uh i think it was dude it looks pretty cool. Um, it's got like this weird outline thing uh, going on like kind like of like what the rare zookies do. But uh, I don't know. I think it's good to just see the rares go and not just floors.
0: I do like that. I do like that. That's usually a good sign, usually a positive thing for a project. We've seen the rails rares sell well above the floor. Uh, I'm just not sold on the project, but hey, I've been wrong many, many times. So hey, if people are uh, people are getting more and more bullish on the Twitch competitor, kudos to them. We'll see what shakes out with it. Frisk, how we living?
2: GM Easy, GM Bunny, GM Manny, GM lovers of NFTs and Web3. Um, yeah, the Valhalla sale was, I wouldn't say it's a one of one, but it's like, I would equate it to something like a naked skelly in an SMB. It's that kind of a rare thing. Um, so, like, it was the rare skins and it had like rare traits as well with it. I think 26 or Bunny, 20, 26 or 23, either way, still fucked. It was twenty six, I think. Okay, yeah, still, still <laughs> ridiculously overvalued. That's my opinion. Um, like a twenty six x above floor is just—it's that's too much. I don't know what over twenty six x actually. So I don't know. Whoever bought it, congratulations. Whoever sold it, huge congratulations. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the, I, 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 my thought in Valhalla remained the same. The moment that the, the the streaming platform drops zero, it's done. It's over. So you have until March to trade it. Have fun. Other than that, yeah, uh, hype for Liberty, of course, as well too. We obviously had that crazy run up to seventeen, sitting at fourteen right now, which is nice to see some legs. Uh once again, I think that the a lot of the teasers about one to one um like holding Liberty Squares and Hollowed are, are a huge play. And there actually is a town hall today that I think that Liberty's gonna lease some stuff as well too. I actually there's a lot I don't know actually, which is really funny. Um and there was of course a hundred Ninety soul sale yesterday on the Liberty Square as well too. So I thought Ooh, that there was, man. yeah, there was a lot of traction going on with um, the Liberty ecosystem, and I think that um, probably after the Town Hall today, I think there's going to be a lot more illumination on what's going on on that front. Um, we also had the claymakers from Claynosaurs. Uh I got a comment, so I'm mad, but I love it still. I think they're, I think they're cool.
0: I don't <laughs> are know those what... for sale yet? The claymakers? Yeah, they're trading. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah I saw a few offers. Million. Damn. 4.4 yeah. floor on a free airdrop. You got to respect that. And the yeah. limiteds are at 80. Damn, the limiteds out the gate had a couple offers for 100 sold too, which is wild.
1: Yeah, And Clanos and are right under 27 still. So like, it's almost like plus. plusy. Like the floor, if you combine them both, is higher than it was before the airdrop.
0: It's that crazy was. how well they've been able to maintain that floor price, even post <laughs> snapshot, real. post airdrop. Like kudos to them. They continue to tease announcements at the proper time as well it's uh it's impressive really because they've also been able to continue to emphasize that there will be more airdrops and it seems like they've really thought over an extended period of time for this project which is unlike a lot of things we usually see on solana so kudos to clano team because they're just continuing to crush this
2: yeah i couldn't agree more uh like the thing that's got me very intrigued is what these things are because the metadata itself doesn't call them like they said before there's going to be common mythic and rare Um, But they've called them editions. So there's obviously first edition deluxe edition and limited edition So the first thing that pops into my mind is physical collectibles That's the first thing that that I can think of one when I see metadata like this I'm not sure what it equates to I'm very excited because of like the specific verbiage they've used for like the metadata and the traits Um, But I think that it's gonna be really exciting. They haven't like let us down yet. I don't know what's in store and we had a lot of talk about like the digital side of things like over the weekend with Toys R Us and stuff, but it caught my attention. And other than that, we have DJ News in 5 hours and 15 minutes. I'm very excited for that.
0: Yeah, I'll be, I'll be trading it. I think a 2.5-sol mint cost is a good idea there for uh, their mint price. Obviously, I've emphasized, I think, that they need to raise more money. That's basically my only major thing on it. I do also want to cover some of this Binance situation. So right now, it looks like the U.S. Department of Justice has supposedly been investigating Binance for money laundering and some other things. But now, a ton of news is breaking. Binance, 13 minutes ago, just tweeted that Reuters has it wrong again. They're attacking an incredible law enforcement team, a team that we're incredibly proud of. They've made crypto more secure for all of us. And here's the full statement that we sent to the reporter and blog about our remarkable law enforcement team. So basically, they're saying that the U.S. Justice Department is not investigating them. DJ News, shout out them, actually did report as well that the U.S. Justice Department is split over charging Binance with an investigation which started in 2018 focused on compliance with U.S. anti-money laundering laws and sanctions. This is on the back of all of the news this past weekend discussing the fact that they were supposedly closing accounts randomly. We did see, I believe it was Coin Mamba, a popular coin trader, get his Binance account just shut off for some candid comments About the uh, cryptocurrency exchange. On top of that, as well, supposedly people had withdrawals paused yesterday, and Binance has just basically been fighting back against the FUD. We are seeing crypto sell a little bit against this news. We do have ETH down to 1253, Solana down to 1315, and Bitcoin breaking under 17K. So I wanna get to some of these hands because this is really interesting. I think if Binance does uh, end up being illiquid, Despite them showing their proof of reserves, they did not show proof of liabilities, which has a lot of people concerned. That's where I think that a lot of this speculation and kind of questioning is coming from. And because of that, we're obviously going to have some FUD, have some speculation on the timeline. But Seno, what's going on?
3: GM, GM, GM. How well are we, guys?
0: We're alive. How are you? I can hear. Yeah,
3: do you know what? It's snowing here in London which means a, uh, a happy English motherfucker today. We, we rarely get snow. We, we usually just get shit weather. So, um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for Satoshi's return. Um, Are you? I am. Man, he was an icon last year. Yeah, I, literally, any, anything that happened, I'd head over to Satoshi's page and he'd have a meme up in, in three minutes. Like, it was incredible. I'm not a huge fan of him literally just running away but to CC0 a collection like I, I, for me I think people have done a lot worse a lot worse and it wasn't like he was sort of promising utility a roadmap or or, or this or that but I'm not going to get into that that argument I do want to touch on the DJ news thing um just cuz I I agree with with the amount that they're raising but do you think maybe they're just looking at it from a like souls 13 right now? Um If they're looking to maybe hold their, hold their treasury in soul, you know, maybe that double.
4: I hope not, whatever. dude. Dude, that's, that sounds insane. What you I mean, I agree, dude, I
0: agree. That's so, so much. Like, I, I hope not. That's worse than just not raising enough money. Cause now on top of potentially yeah. not raising enough money, like we talked about it. If they raise a quarter of a million dollars, they can effectively hire, like, a couple journalists, but then that won't cover anything else. Yeah, that's
3: two, that's two people for 12 months, really.
0: Yeah, and then on top of travel costs, everything else. And now, what if Soul trades single digits? I then agree. Dude. Now They're you're D-gen. down to six months. <laughs> they are gen news. You have a good point.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, because I agree. I, I, I think, you know, quarter of a million does not go far at all. They, they've they done incredible I, I think it is just one person isn't it
0: right now it's one person yeah which i found yeah. insane so kudos that one person that's a not an easy load they're literally online 24 7
3: yeah and and he's killing it or, or shit um i don't know i don't
0: know there's, there's gotta
5: be a
3: <laughs> a sort of reason um that's that's my take i i, I think they're just gonna risk. It. They're gonna risk it all, hold it in soul, and just pray that it ten times over
0: the next twelve months. God, I hope not. I really, really hope not. That sounds like the worst. That sounds worse than just holding Luna to zero, man. Like that sounds
1: worse than like going to play blackjack with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, at I least like you got a forty-nine percent
6: chance with that. Yeah,
0: I don't know, Manny. What's going on?
6: Uh, just a couple of things. So, I talked to the Elixir team, and it looks like they, well, rumor is uh, like, they're looking to build an AMM on ETH. This whole Binance thing, dude, I really think that these guys are too big to fail. So, I'm not really, like, thinking Please about don't all say that too much. <laughs> Please don't yeah. say no, that. Oh, no. Bottom don't day, say those words. But um, Rain bought some Bitcoin saying that it's going to shoot to 20, and, dude, that guy doesn't miss, dude. So, I think that we're... That we're about to slingshot up. So we have a lot of stuff coming this week. We have like the FOMC meeting. We have like three Fed meetings. So I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: And these are the last Fed meetings of the year. So that's another big thing as well. A lot of speculation on the traditional finance market right now. We do also have the fun tax loss harvesting season coming up, supposedly. We'll see how many people are actually doing that. It's interesting because last year this time we saw a bunch of projects selling off into the new year. And it seems like right now we're seeing projects pump into the new year, which is even weirder. Like it seems like people, rather than recognize tax losses, they've already recognized losses throughout this entire year, which has just been a piss missile down, and uh, don't really have to capitulate on selling into this this blood. So we'll see what happens. The deep, what's going on?
7: Hey, easy. How's it going? Um, it seems like you can't trust anyone these days, easy. Especially your favorite uh, crypto exchange founders uh they tweet one day that you know if if the exchange moves a lot of funds after uh you know showing their proof of reserves it generally means that that they, they were just trying to fill a hole which existed and binance after showing their proof of reserves apparently moved around a lot of funds and then CZ was trying to sort of put out the fire saying that you know what it's just uh um your usual sort of uh activity so Uh, I know what's going on there. I actually don't know personally if if they have close anyone's accounts or people that I know. So, uh, I don't really know what's going on. But generally, there's no smoke without any fire. Uh, I also was scared about this thing blowing up in the beginning. And I brought up once that, you know, now could become the villain considering that he went after uh, Burgerland's favorite crypto.
0: Yeah, that's certainly a concern for me here. Uh, they And Didi, you're not- breaking up for me. I don't know if you're breaking up for anyone else.
7: Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, certainly up, there's- yeah. Sorry.
0: No, no worries. Let's uh, let's dive into a little bit of that as well. They usually say once you get big enough to become the, the hero, typically you get uh, all eyes on you, which is very true here. We saw it obviously with SBF. We've seen it a few times now with a couple of these other situations that we're in. And all in all, man, I am a little bit worried about what's happening um, just from like the speculation because usually speculation does have some price action implications, which we have started to see. And so right now, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of questions. A lot of that speculation, we don't have any certainty and it seems like CZ's own tweets are kind of playing against him now. You have to remember as well, they bag held Luna to zero. They didn't offload all of their FTT. So there's two relatively large positions that are effectively worthless now. And for me, that is a larger concern at the moment. We'll see really how it shapes up, but it seems like they are diving into this uh, investigation FUD that's been hitting. And that is the one thing that I'm kind of like looking at is as they get in front of that, I think we may see a slight bounce here. Overnight, we saw the FUD from it all kind of playing into the negative price action across crypto. And I mean, Manny said it, like it's the largest crypto exchange globally. If that goes under, we are in some fucking hot water, man. I'm going to be really nervous about it. But all in all, we don't really uh, we don't really know the, the situation. We're not behind the scenes. So I'm hoping that, sure enough, those proof of reserves were accurate and we can get some clarity on it moving forward. Sam, what's going on?
8: Yo, easy, buddy. You okay, mate?
0: Hey, we living. We living. How you doing?
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there, buddy. I'm getting there. I'm not going to lie, mate. I had a panic moment on the weekend. Coinbase wouldn't let me withdraw for two hours. So everything that was going on with the Binance for that just made me shit a brick. <laughs> And especially when packs fall as well, another exchange made an announcement telling everyone out there to get all them all their crypto off exchanges, including theirs, and get it in self-custody. So it was a weekend of, of mixed emotions, mate, some ups and downs, but uh, managed to cash out in the end. But I'm not going to lie, I've just got this gut feeling we're going to see some some dark, dark moments and secrets come out with Binance over the next kind of six weeks, mate. As you just said, I was looking into those two positions, the lunar position, mate, they a bag on that one
0: it's uh it's 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 a crazy market man it's crazy it's yeah man i'm uh i don't feel great you know and we keep talking about like have all the dominoes fell yet and it's really tough to say yes or no so until we get (laughs) go ahead honey Oh
3: no! Sorry, that was me. I was just, I was just knowing. I was just knowing.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I thought it was Bunny for a second. I was gonna. Can I wait to hear what he had to anxiously I didn't say? say on this? I know, I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I usually just blame you. My bad, Hunter. What's going on?
9: Hey, GM, GM. Um, kind of want to touch on the violence thing as well. I think like over the last few months, even with FTX going down. CZ probably has a lot of enemies in the space right now, so I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they're like trying pulling out every single trick they can, trying everything they can to sort of like at least I don't know startle them, make them act a certain way, like try to uncover something, you know, um, to to take them down. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. Um, But the second thing that I want to talk about was all the volume that we saw on blue chip collections over the weekend because of, I mean, I saw a lot of negativity on it because everyone was like, okay, people are just airdrop farming, spamming bids, this and that. But like, I thought it was like, like, obviously they are trying to airdrop farm, but I thought it was like, great. You could sell any of the top blue chips on the weekend, accept a bid instantly And then you would barely move the price. So no one could even talk about like you dumping the floor or whatever it it may be. Like I thought the increased liquidity was actually pretty awesome. So I don't get all the negativity that I was seeing on my timeline over the weekend.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like the sentiment was pretty strong in like almost a negative way, which was interesting because like you said, there was, dude, there was a lot, a lot of liquidity on the sidelines that allowed for those offers to hit. And kind of draw that traction as well. We saw, I think it was like 70 bids, just under 70 ETH on Board Apes. And sure, it could be the Binance play, but hey, I think that's actually beneficial because it creates like a base that's allowing us to feel a little bit more secure, you know? And I did just pin a poll. I'm curious to hear people's thoughts on it. Do we actually think Binance is insolvent? I'm terrified if no wins because usually the wider audience vote here can be wrong. So hopefully everyone votes yes and then uh, we can continue on with our day and not be insolvent. Sam, what's going on?
8: No, I mean I was just going to touch on that um, comment about obviously people farming on Blur with these with these blue chip um, bids. Like, did you see the the post kicks put up about the movement on on the blue chips, especially like like clones? Like, people were literally selling back and forth to each other, like two wallets swapped like twenty clones, like three times. It was just it was just so so mental, mate. But I'm just curious to see like. I, do you reckon Blue is going to, like, regulate this? Do you reckon they've got something in place to kind of stop this kind of farming? Or are people just, like, burning ETH for the sake of it at the moment?
0: Oh, they're just lighting it on fire in hopes that this stimmy hits come January. That's the big thing. Like, right now we're just speculating that maybe, just maybe, this stimmy is going to be fat enough to uh, push us into a bull run. And Kicks had some good comments on it. Discussing the fact that he felt that Blur could be causing a little mini bull pump with the offers, solidifying floors, basically forcing the price action up. Hunter, what's going on? And we're going to pass it over to Sauce and Gene.
9: Yeah, I think like on the airdrop, like it's twofold, right? Um, Like one, you're kind of hoping that deep in the bear, that airdrop is going to actually be worth anything, which I mean, in the last few months, we haven't seen any significant airdrop really. And like the second thing is for the past airdrops, Blur has actually been more strict than they needed to be so they've cut out all forms of like artificial volume so i doubt a lot of these people who are faking trades back and forth i mean obviously some will slip through but most of them won't be getting anything
0: yeah they've done a very good job to be honest on like the wash trading etc and they've even opened it up to allow for people to refute if they feel that the wash trading was inaccurate and kind of make a case back to uh still receive that honestly blur's done a great job managing the airdrop so far I'm very curious to see what actually pans out with it. I'm going to get very little coins because I've hit literally only commons for both of these two. And I'm not placing bids. I did see somebody mess up a stink bid as well. They threw a 70 ETH offer. I think it was on like me That got immediately accepted. I think they were just thinking by firing off this offer, no one would accept it.
2: It was an art they, gobbler.
0: It was an art gobbler. That's what it was. Thank you. It was an art gobbler. Yeah. So for um, how Frisk, much? Yeah. 70 ETH. Fritz, do you have something else there?
2: uh yeah i'll be real quick about this i'm making a prediction now um and this is a jab. and like i probably shouldn't say this but fuck it, i'm just gonna say it anyways i think that we're going to see at some point in the next i'm gonna say it was six months the blur of solana come in not in the sense where we're having someone who makes zero royalties but someone who makes a very quick very clean marketplace I personally have have laggy experiences across all marketplaces on Solana, like it's like between it being slow, just not fast enough, and um, even with OpenSea, I trash o- OpenSea's the slowest out of every marketplace I use. Just like navigating between clicks and pages, Blur solved that for me so quickly, like so 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 fucking quick. And I I stand by it. As soon as royalties come back on ETH, I'm still using Blur, and I think I don't know who's gonna do it or how it's gonna happen. But I think we're going to see someone try and create something like that on Solana, something very trader-friendly, something incredibly fast with tools that are directly on the site that helps it. I'm. This is just my prediction. I'd give it six months.
0: It wouldn't shock me, bro. We typically do see that back and forth between ETH and Soul. Like we saw the 0% royalties leak over. We saw AMMs leak over. This would be very unsurprising if we saw a more trader-friendly marketplace. But also, like, what's stopping us from seeing Magic Eden launch something like that, where they incentivize trading rewards? You know what I mean? If that becomes the case, then we could certainly see just a more uptick in volume. I know we also have Tensor as well that's done a lot of that focus. And a lot of these AMMs and even like tools allow for buying right off of marketplaces through aggregation. So I think that we are seeing it. Just some of them need to ramp marketing, which blurs getting a lot of the volume because of this airdrop anticipation. I want to pass over to Sauce, then we're going to go up to Gene.
9: Yeah, I was just kind of curious right now with all these exchanges and hot water. What is everyone using at the moment?
0: I'm still using Coinbase and then I just transfer it off immediately. I'm not sure about anyone else, but I think that's usually what a lot of us uh, fine Burgerland individuals are kind of cooking with Gene. What's going on? Yep.
4: Hey, what's what's up? Yeah, I, I use Coinbase and then I transfer, although I think it takes like three to five days or so. It's like, you know, for you to actually be able to withdraw it. But I mean, I think the Binance thing is kind of funny because what you're seeing, basically this, this happened in the aftermath. Basically the FTX situation you could have made a shit ton of money if you just shorted FTT, right? Or you, I mean, you could have shorted anything. Shorted ETH, but especially if you shorted FTT. And people had about a week. You know, if you if you go look back, that uh, CoinDesk article came out, and you know, you had about a, almost I think like eight or nine, like eight days to kind of short after that. And then you know, even if you if you remember when SBS said, "Oh, everything is fine, everything is fine," we know in crypto, uh, "everything is fine" means everything is not fine, everything is fucked. And so you still had another you know few days to short. And so I think what happened after it was people were like, fuck, I missed out on this. Fuck it. I'm just going to say that oh, uh, crypto.com is insolvent. Uh, 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 Binance is insolvent. And just trying to like, just hope that something else is insolvent so they can kind of try to make that trade again. And so, but like, I don't think, I mean, crypto.com, we saw like they released the reserves. It was a shitload of Shiba Inu, but that's that's because it's one-to-one with customer funds. And I think Binance, I, I'm sorry, like Binance just, like I know people said this about FTX, but I just don't see Binance as being insolvent. I think what is happening is that people are just like, fuck, I missed the fucking general. I, I mean, if you had shorted FTT, the shit, the shit was at 25, 22 bucks, like days leading up to that shit. Like, you could have made a fuck ton of money. And so I think people are just like, fuck, I missed out on this. Fuck, please pray to God one of these other things is insolvent so I can fucking you know make a bag. But I'm sorry, like, crypto.com found solvent. Binance is insolvent. There's nothing really, there's, there's no other shoe left to drop, really. I mean, a, a FTX was kind of it.
0: You say that but now that makes me even more worried that there might be one of them. You know what I mean? Like the more I'm sitting here like everyone's positive it's not insolvent. We a lot of us had the same sentiment about FTX like it was in that too big to fail kind of bubble. So I'm I'm hopeful man cuz if Binance the number one global crypto exchange goes under, we're we're in some danger for sure. So I'm very hopeful that that's not the case. I guess time will tell and uh, it does seem like they're trying to get in front of that fud here. Corrupt what's going on?
1: Hey easy. He? um no i just want to say i think it's really important to understand self-custody um and sort of like you said like get it on get it off i personally use coinbase i think it's the right way to go um but no i will say that i am sketched out by crypto.com a little bit um i think binance yeah like too big to fail that's what we thought for ftx but crypto.com like i don't know anybody that actually uses it i don't know like you know what i mean
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've I've posted er- pretty early about the crypto.com stuff. Um, right after FTX failed, I basically was like crypto.com sketching me out. They've literally done the FTX playbook. They have their own token that they hold a large supply of. Insane marketing spend as and well. The arena. Yeah. And, and the Staples Center. When you buy an arena, I think that's the top signal. So, I mean, I've used crypto.com because they do have support for some like random tokens. Like HBAR was first listed on there compared to Coinbase which gave me some like random opportunities to buy into it. But same idea. Like I've never really kept much on exchanges. I typically move it off as quickly as possible. I want to pass it over to Joseph Ganame. I hope that's how, I, how you say it.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's close enough, bro. Uh, that works. Just went with Joseph. Yeah, you could have just went with Joseph. First of all, thanks for bringing me up easy. Uh, Bunny, Missed you, man. Nice to see you here. Um, I just want to comment on the whole uh, Binance being an insolvent thing. I mean... Everything everybody said so far is definitely something I agree with. But we got to backtrack for a second. I mean, what really caused the whole FTX thing to blow up and everybody to start looking into them was the fact that Binance sold all all their FTT tokens, you know, that really sparked the whole, oh, let's investigate, are they solvent? Are they not? I mean, we could have proved it had they not done that, but nobody was looking into it. So I highly doubt that sparking something that big and making FTX go under and like crypto crashing even more than it was already crashing. it's not really a crash, but you know, it dumped big time. I doubt they would have done that had they known that, yo, we're insolvent as well. Let's not open some extra eyes on us. Let's not make people look into us just like they're looking into FTX. I feel like that's pretty much the main reason for why I feel like there's no way they're going to be insolvent. Like if they were insolvent, they would have at least made sure that they wouldn't let the news out on FTX being insolvent before making sure that their, you know, their assets are uh, pretty much safe. You know, people can't uh, accuse them of doing the same thing as what Sam did, you know, like I feel like that gives me a bit of like a safety uh, net when it comes to, when it comes to them being insolvent or not, but that's just my take on things. I don't know what you guys think, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there.
0: No, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly hopeful that it's not. I think that's a bigger concern. I actually want to pass up to ZK real quick. Really curious to hear his opinion on it all.
1: Yo, yeah, what's going on, guys? Yeah, my opinion is like uh, the kind of another major exchange being insolvent is very unlikely. And the reason I'm saying that is not because of the assets on the exchange's balance sheet, but it's because of how people's behavior has changed in the last month. Because if you think about it, about half of the equation of insolvency is having like this bank run type consumer behavior. Like, you know, there was $4 billion worth of withdrawals in 24 hours in FTX. And kind of everyone at that point really started questioning what exchanges they had their money on, definitely making some self-custody solutions as people should. But I just don't see that kind of attitude and behavior going because everyone's already assessed kind of the weakest points. And... To be honest, most people that had money on crypto.com, like, I don't think people are really keeping it on there uh, if they had any question of being insolvent. So I don't see, like, the bank run type of behavior setting up, especially now that all the assets and collateral have increased, you know, 20, 30 percent off the lows during kind of the FTX badness. So kind of just don't see the consumer behavior of, of that happening. And then also the time frame of when these exchanges were insolvent, you know, it's been... What like a month since FTX? A little bit more now. So all those kind of liabilities that were due on a weekly schedule for any exchange that may be insolvent, like they met those liabilities and the urgency's over. So there is a a lever they could pull by raising capital, like like Genesis essentially is you know insolvent, but they are going to be able to raise capital. It seems so. I, I think like there's definitely a good risk and healthy suspicion in crypto right now on that and. That's why I don't think like uh, they'll will be likely another like major bank run, but that's kind of my take. You you never know though with crypto who who's oh, kind of hiding so in fucked. front of our faces, you know. Everyone's it so saying
0: stupid. it's safe, dude. We're so fucked. Yeah. We're so fucked. So,
1: but but anyway you, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, but do you really think like let's just say crypto. puts out something like I think most people either got their money off the exchange or are comfortable <laughs> with the risk. So I don't, I don't really see that. Yeah, as, I think crypto. dot like,
0: falling. I think crypto.com falling would be the one that I'd put my money on in the current situation over Binance, personally. Like, uh, I think that's the one where I've been kind of just like, you know, maybe this one's not as safe as we think it is. And they did show proof of reserves, largely she backed oh, That's, Dude, we are, as human beings, the fact that it is one-to-one backed and like 60% of their balance sheet is in she. I'm like... They may actually be one to one backed because they—I don't know any human being who's wild enough to put sixty percent of their collateral in Shiba Inu. So that was one thing where I was actually like, "Huh, maybe maybe they're not lying." But also their spend is wild, and then all the fud coming out about them not actually paying the UFC for three months, whole bunch of other outstanding bills, and all this other stuff going on. And then I'm like, "This doesn't look great. Doesn't look very good."
1: Um, yeah. What, what you got, ZK? But but easy. You're still getting the advertisements on crypto. Uh, I get the crypto.com. I like, make a new account every single day. So Bro, if you, you watch the so UFC,
0: it was every four minutes. They were like, go open up an account on crypto.com. And now back to the fight. Literally in between every fight, every round break. I was like, dude, these guys got to be pissing cash to get a, an ad read every four minutes. Like, this is nuts. Like, absolutely bananas, to be honest here. Manny, what's going on? And then we're going to wrap.
6: Yeah, I was just going to mention that in the UFC, it was just back to back to back. And I was like, dude, for people not paying money, they're printing on all of this. But um, no, Tom announced, a, I just saw that he announced a mint date for Pilots. He's going to announce it today. And then um, what's it called? The other thing is um, graphite IDO as well. So there's like all these like mini shard things that you can do to convert all your scrap into graphite one to one. That he's coming up pre IDO, pretty interesting there. I just bought like a ton of scrap because I think it'll pump because there's going to be a raffle after the pilots list or whatever. And then anyone can enter unlimited entries. And if you don't win, you get your scrap back. And then I expect it to dump like, dump it all like before the raffle is drawn you know what i'm saying so like that's just like kind of what i'm I'm looking to play i got in at like 37 like 38 i'll probably try and write it to like 50 60 cents maybe maybe is a big maybe i'll probably be happy with 45 cents so just a play that i'm looking at right now I like
0: the little play there. I'm uh, definitely eager to see how it pans out. I'm in the same boat. I think that there's going to be a lot of potential for graphite going into the mint itself. We've seen a similar supply squeeze as well. But that's going to do it for the episode today. Shout out everyone tuning in. As always, we're going to be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Shout out all the dope speakers. A lot of good speculation around Binance. Hopefully, we don't get any more bad news today. I'm praying. Because that'll be all good for the market as a whole. Shout out the title sponsor, HelloMoon.io, giving us all them sweet analytics around the Solana ecosystem. And we're going to be back again later today. Shout out the speakers. Shout out the audience tuning in non-stop, even in this bear market. Y'all are dope. Have a beautiful day, and we'll catch you later.